0: their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Jomaz.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 324 of the Car Jomaz podcast. I'm Ez. And my co-host, as always, is the
0: Magistrate of Caravan City, one half of the FWF Tag Team Champions, and the man who watched an awful lot of stuff this week. I watched so much. (laughs) That's right. I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I watched so much stuff. I feel like I got books of notes and (laughs) memos to myself to talk about and
1: this is with a holiday too over the weekend we still had to fit all this stuff in that's why i fit it all in it was a lot of a lot of downtime in between all the the cooking and the eating how was your thanksgiving buddy i had a wonderful time
0: at denny's Mm. i was there it's thanksgiving now you know what is it is it lonely? People people ask me, "Shoes, are you lonely?" The answer is absolutely not. I love it. No, lonely. <laughs> I go to Denny's by myself, my own schedule. I ordered an appetizer sampler. Gomez, they give you the apps. They give mm. you onion rings, they give you mozzarella sticks, boneless wings. I mean, the it's just it's a nice big plate of your favorites. And then, on top of that, I said, let me have that turkey dinner, baby girl. And they brought it out. Turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, corn. Finish it off with a slice of pecan pie. Mmm. And then, you know what I did after that? I said, before you give me that check, ma'am, I would like a full pecan pie to go. Ooh. Look at you! Just, took the whole to pile. Go. So yeah, I had a wonderful Thanksgiving, great time. Came home, and I settled in for a long winter's nap. I was uh had the itis after that. I just fell asleep, cast away, went off to dreamland, and it was wonderful.
1: Dreamland, mm. dreamland's a wonderful place, especially when you stuff yourself. With a whole pecan pie. <laughs> well, I didn't eat the whole pecan. I mean, I brought it to have later. Yeah, all right. How how long did it take you to eat that pie? Uh, like three days. All right, I'm surprised. I figured you finished that thing off in one and a half days. No,
2: no, 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 no. Because no. you're home
1: doing nothing. You just keep you keep putting up a piece in your mouth. You know, doing nothing. I'm doing everything. <laughs> I meant not working. That's
0: what I am I'm always working. Whether it's this podcast, another podcast, YouTube videos, shorts, TikToks, reels, whatever you want to call them. I even made an appearance on another podcast this week. I was a guest on a wrestling podcast talking about wrestling. 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 They said, you want to come talk about wrestling? I said, "Uh, you guys, sure. (laughs) And I did. I went on there. It's called uh, the Turnbuckle Debate. Ooh. So it's a, they have three wrestling topics and we debate them and you can find it on YouTube. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. So go check me out on the turnbuckle debate this week. We talked about um, if Matt Cardona should go back to WWE. Uh, who are the best celebrities to ever be involved in angles or matches in wrestling? And uh, do people think AEW deserves the reputation as being a company that causes injuries? Nah, ah, exactly. So fun <laughs> stuff. Fun to t- hear me talk about wrestling. I have you know a good opinion because I've been around. I'm like a legend, like Lex Luger trying to take off that t shirt.
1: Uh, <laughs> Lex Luger taking it off. is the best.
0: I'm one of the biggest legend stars in the history of this business. Uh, Mr. Luger, Mr. Luger, I saw what just happened out there with Ron Killens. I just want to ask you, I mean, what are your plans for the next show of Super Brawl Saturday? I mean, are you, are you going to take care of Ron Killens? What kind of disgusting, despi- despicable <sighs> lack of respect is that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package of Lex Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? S- Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl
1: Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know! I'm one of the biggest and stars ever in this. God! Ugh.
0: And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy! And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy!
1: Did you, uh... Did you watch wrestling this weekend? It was big wrestling this weekend, bro. I, uh... Watched about half
0: of the first match, and I said, You know, why guys, I gotta go see about a girl. And uh, instead of doing that, I just went to bed. I was like, You know what, this wrestling stuff ain't for me,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me, bro. Oh, you missed a hell of a show! Not really, it was all right, but yeah, know, I, this- I heard it sounded pretty mediocre from the way people made it sound. The main event was fun, you know. It's all about telling the story. They told their stories, wonderful. Sammy's the best. God damn.
0: Well, you like to hear that, especially if they're running what oh, what has become a long-term storyline now. You know, at least they're continuing to build on that.
1: Mm. But yeah, I'm uh, very excited to hear that you're on a wrestling podcast. I love that. I love that yeah. you that someone even asked, like, you know <laughs> who needs to talk about wrestling. My man, Joe. I love it.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. We definitely appreciate it. Remember to subscribe to this wherever it is that you're listening to it. Leave a five-star review, and we'll send you one of those fancy, schmancy Car Jomez autographed 8x10s. But in the meantime, Gomez, they can follow us all over social media at Car Jomez, and they can follow you and I on Swarm Hive Mastodon, and we gotta talk about
1: the fucking Mastodon thing. I haven't even logged in since I did. I think there was a new one we were supposed to sign up for this week. I know what post or something. Post, yeah. There's
0: like like a waiting list. They're trying to build anticipation. Oh yes,
1: (laughs) I heard like oh we're supposed to be outside. No, every week there's a fucking new one. It's ridiculous,
0: folks. Mastodon may be the dumbest. Fucking social media site that has ever fucking existed. Gomez, do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw, I logged in, I said, "Oh, this is this is Mastodon, huh?" And I ain't been back. So on the surface, you're like, "Oh, okay,
0: I make posts and I follow people, people follow me." But that's not how it is because you got to join a server, and apparently, you can see the people, you can see what's being posted in that server. But then if you want to go outside the server, you got to have like a direct contact link to be able to find these people outside. So if you and I aren't on the same server, I'll never see anything you do unless I have like your exact at the Gomez 154 at masto pop, like whatever the server name is. It is horrible and atrocious. But you know what? Because I'm there, I'm still posting on it.
1: <laughs> I love. It. I gotta go log in now. See if I can find you. I probably can't. But you probably can't. Try. <laughs> even even Hive. Like I just want to look up
0: stuff about the Mets. And unless I'm I'm like oh maybe like uh, there's some baseball writers on here. You know some baseball news or something. Yeah. And I'll be looking. And I'll put in like in the search I'll put Mets. Okay, let's see. Someone posted a Jacob DeGrom story or something. You know. And it's like only things that come up are with people with the word Mets in their handle. It's like, no, I'm just I'm looking for topics that could give me people to follow to make this experience worth it. And you guys are not helping me out whatsoever here.
1: So dumb. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I gotta be honest, since we signed up for it, I ain't heard no Mastodon. That I don't even see that thing pop up anywhere. Nobody, it's like I think everyone gave up. This, yeah, this is Twitter's
0: not going anywhere, friends. It's, they they it's, may go well, bankrupt, I'm... but this guy's got 44 billion dollars invested in it, so it's not going anywhere. Oh,
1: but Apple says it's gonna take it off the fucking the app store, bro. They're not doing that. That they've done it, they took Fortnite off, bro. Fortnite's a big deal. And they'd say why would they take Fortnite off? Some shit about something. I don't know. There was something I remember. It was a couple years ago. And, and there was something about the way they do things, and it's like, oh we don't want any problems, so we're just gonna get rid of it. It's like, all oh, right, like okay. I mean,
0: I I I can see why they would would drop Twitter. I mean, the fucking yeah. CEO is a
1: piece of shit. So, <laughs>
2: what
1: are you talking about, bro? He's like the coolest, smartest guy around. Yeah, but don't worry, I can. I'm sure everyone
0: will use the mobile friendly website to post their tweets.
1: Yes, it will still work. You could go to Twitter.com, but. Uh, <laughs> It'll probably be like one of them fake. It'll be a fake app. Some oh, shit like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Was yeah well, a remember around. like the old
0: ones we used to have on like BlackBerry and stuff? Like, a, mm. what was it? Uber Tweets or...
1: Yes, because yes, w- there wasn't an official...
0: Yeah, there wasn't an official like Twitter for BlackBerry
1: or something. Yeah. So <laughs> so funny. Uh, uh, after Thanksgiving comes uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Joe, you do any of that shopping? Yeah, sat on my couch. I said, let me go on here quick. You
0: know what? There's a... I always like the NBA 2K games. I said, let me see if it's on sale. If it's on sale, I'll buy it. It was on sale. $27. So I bought the new NBA 2K game. So I've been playing that. I created myself.
1: My name is Joe Shoes. What year did you do? What season? Did you do regular? Did you go back in time? I can't figure out how to go back in time. So I just started normal. (laughs) Okay i don't know i haven't gotten it yet so i don't know if it's easier <laughs> if it's a joke i, thing, I was huh? drafted by the magic all right they got a and, good
0: squad bro well the thing is the fans hate me why because they something? wanted they wanted some other guy in the draft instead oh no <laughs> they so now I gotta, like, I gotta like win them over but the the gm his job is on the line because he's the one who pushed for me and now, like I was out there like trying to you know get over on social media and have these good games, but I'm like, I'm a sixth man, even though I had a great championship game in the summer league, and they they hate me. The 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 GM uh the, the marketing guy now is quitting because
1: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you ruined this franchise, bro. <laughs>
0: I finally yo oh, like then I, I made the starting lineup and then the calls from the gm were like no you got to bench him they don't the fans what don't the want f- this game what yet. the fuck is this game <laughs> because is they crazy. were trying to work out a trade with golden state to get the guy the fans wanted originally
1: oh my god so funny bro <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a lot going on it's very crazy it sounds very crazy <laughs> it's a lot more in depth than fucking mlb the show which just like
1: been the same exact fucking mode for the past 20 years now yeah, no, basketball, they always have some crazy ass storyline. It's interesting, it makes it fun. Yo, and the thing is, I wasn't even saying anything
0: like controversial at the press conferences. Yeah. I was, the right I was having a decent game. Yo, I was, you know, six man coming off the bench, and I'm getting like 14 points and, yeah, and six great. rebounds and an assist, you know, a block yeah. shot. Like, so I'm I'm having I'm, I'm the dull. You know, it's not like I'm scoring 60 points a game or anything. Well, you don't have to. I'm, I'm being a very good man line- And then they're like, okay, you're going to be in the starting lineup. And I'm like, yo, I've been waiting for this. Like, yeah, let's go. hell yeah. And then, That's like, good. I had a, I had a 30-point game, you know, but for the most part I'm doing, like, 20 and 10. Like, That's great. So I'm like, I'm good. And they're like, no, this, this guy, his job is on the line, and you may be that we were only putting you in the starting lineup to show you off for a trade. And I'm like, yo, mad grimy, bro. Oh,
1: it's fun. And then my girlfriend
0: in the game is like, she's like, no, you're better than this. Don't fight it out in the press. Oh
1: <laughs> shit! Look at you getting advice. I love it. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I have to check in with you every once in a while. See how you, how your, your little NBA Joe is doing. Yeah, I'm about uh, 15 games in so far. This all happened in 15 games. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot going on, bro. (laughs) Uh, I looked at some Cyber Sunday deals and stuff, and I felt like uh, it was some regular-ass sales. When you're giving me 20% off something, that ain't no fucking Cyber Monday, bro. It's just a regular-ass sale. supposed to be, whoa, I need to get this. I can't get out of here. Yeah, like I saw,
0: I really wasn't looking too hard. I don't go crazy on these sales because... I mean, if I want something, I just go buy it. I don't wait for sure. Black Friday. Um, but I saw a lot of people complain on social media, like, okay, when are we going to start seeing the real sales? Yeah, And I'm like, ridiculous. oh, I guess, you know, I mean, I, I worked in retail um, about 10 years ago. So Black Friday was like batting down the hatches, boys. It's, there's a storm coming, you know, and it was fucking wild. You know, and I remember the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, people starting to camp outside of the Best Buy. I that. Up. You know, like you're going to spend your entire holiday sitting in the tent outside of Best Buy. Like, bro, go to Denny's, get that fucking turkey dinner, that mashed potatoes. It's good. Get the pecan pie. Take one home. Take one back to your tent. But I I don't know. I guess uh, I guess the doorbuster sales. No one goes to shop in person anymore.
1: Right. Maybe that's no. it. Well, they don't even... They, they want you to shop online. Most stores are closed on uh, Thanksgiving. They don't even open on Thanksgiving now. And they don't even open, like, at midnight. They don't do that midnight shit no more. They don't do none of that no more. So, it's all just online. they lost feel the like, spirit of the holiday. No, it's bullshit, bro. Sit on your couch. You're supposed to trample someone to get that fuck. You gotta earn that fucking TV, bro. You gotta earn bro. that
0: TV, bro. The you want that iPad? You fucking
1: show me how bad. Push that old bitch to the floor. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Cyber Sunday sucks now. Cyber Sunday. Cyber, well, <laughs> Tablet <laughs> Tuesday is even worse. <laughs> oh, I hope they bring
0: that back, bro. Triple H. <laughs> Triple H, if you're listening, we need a
1: Battle Bowl and Taboo Tuesday. (laughs) Gotta be Taboo Tuesday, please. Has to be. (laughs) Taboo Tuesday.
0: Gomez's all-time favorite wrestling angle happened at Taboo Tuesday. Gene Snitsky punting the baby. That way he could have the match with Kane.
1: So good. Bro, Gene Snitsky. Come on. Oh, what a guy. A a Taboo
0: Tuesday, Kane. (laughs)
1: You're gonna be deader than your baby <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid Oh, wrestling, bro that's oh, wrestling. Good. Speaking of wrestling What? What's
0: going on? Peacock, Dangerous oh, Bleed The Teddy Heart Story
1: Yes, that's right
0: Gomez, Ooh. did you watch this? You know it, baby Of course so I, I put it on immediately after we finished talking about it, saying we're you know we're gonna watch it.
1: Yeah, I think, I, so. I think it
0: was everything it was hyped up to be. I'm actually surprised at how
1: kind of little coverage I feel it's gotten. I felt like it's it would have broken. Peacock, right, I would was, think so. Yeah, it it's because on Peacock they did show it after Raw. Did you know that they showed no. it after Raw last night on USA? Yes, sir. They showed the first episode. I didn't know that
0: WWE was involved in this. Like, at the end of it, when yeah. it was, like, executive producer Kevin Dunn, and I
1: was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? Crazy. I wasn't expecting that.
0: <laughs> so we get the story of Teddy Hart. For those of you who are not indoctrinated to the Hart family, they're a big, famous wrestling family. Bret the Hitman Hart, Owen Hart, Davey Boy Smith, Jimmy Yamba. There's a bunch of them. The Hart Foundation, right?
2: Live. Teddy Hart
0: is uh, a nephew of Brett and Owen. He, really, he's an anus. That's his last name, as Steve Carino used to say in Ring of Honor. Uh, <laughs> and Teddy raises show cats and goes through women. And uh, he appears to be a piece of shit. And with Teddy, you know, I've been around him. I wouldn't say I know him or I'm friends with him, but I've been around him. And, you know, he's Teddy. You get what you get. And in this... <laughs> um there is a storyline that develops where Ted's girlfriend at one point suddenly and mysteriously disappears. And even though she's Canadian, she's stuck in Florida because Teddy kind of stole her passport and left her with nothing. So she's like living on the streets and trying to do whatever she can. At one point she goes to jail. And really the story takes a turn from there because I, I guess it originally was supposed to be like a, Hey, look at this crazy wrestling guy. He's fucking incredible. And he does this silly shit with cats and has this porn star lifestyle at home. And then the tone and tenor of the show changes into basically does Ted know what happened to this girl or was he involved in the disappearance of this girl? And uh, honestly, the guy who made the documentary Gomez, I find to be a fucking creep.
1: Uh yeah, I mean he's uh he ain't winning no fans here with this. He's play he's trying to be like, "Oh, I don't know what was going on." This guy filmed this dude for almost 10 years and he acted like he's shocked when he hears someone say something about Teddy Hart. It's like, "What what are we doing, bro? Get the fuck out of here. You saw what was happening." And he said, "Oh, what? What was going on?" It's yeah. like, bro, "Cut this shit."
0: It's fucking wild. He's so I guess like this guy basically sold out everything in his life to make this Teddy Hart documentary finds out that there's no network or streaming service or anything that has any interest in it. No.
2: So now he
0: just, he just put himself in fucking horrible debt and has no job and whatever. So now he's got to find a way to save this footage and try to recoup something. And then there is this real case of this girl, Samantha Fiddler, who is Teddy's girlfriend She goes missing after Ted basically, they get in a fight, he leaves, he goes back to Canada, whatever, and she's stuck in Florida with no money, no job, you know, really nowhere to go. And she goes missing. Her family hasn't heard for her at this point now in what, was it five years or so? Yeah. So, I mean, we can all expect the worst, I assume, but there's no conclusion to this story. It's not like we find out what happened to this girl but there seems to be this overriding thing where it's like, oh, was Teddy involved? What did he do to this girl? But then it also... It, it still tries to paint him in a somewhat innocent light with this, where the guys... The documentarian who's doing this show is still like, you know, I just thought if I could... If I could speak to Ted one-on-one, you know, we could we, we could solve this and be heroes. It's
1: like, <laughs> What? What? <laughs> oh, it's so funny, bro. This I just love that this guy met Teddy Hart and was like Like he's crazy. We all know he's crazy. He said, I gotta hitch my wagon to this fucking little yes. tip right here. Like what the fuck is going on in your life, bro? That this you saw this guy, and you said, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be rich. Everyone's gonna want this show. Yeah. Really? Really? This is the show? It would be fun for five minutes, bro. You know what I mean? Like really? What are we doing? watching teddy Hart every week on fucking oh. get out of here so gomez at the end of the day what did you think i mean
0: if you're if you're a wrestling fan or you're familiar with the, the Hart family or the heart um or teddy Hart, in you know it's it's interesting it's, it's very interesting it is it's it's it's, it's an entertaining watch it's yes. like a car crash like you you shouldn't want to look but you know you're
1: looking um, I wouldn't say it's highbrow television at all. No, no, of course not. You listen, like you said, if you know what Teddy Hart is, you know what you're getting into with this show. Like, you know exactly the type of shit you're going to be seeing. Yeah. So at the end of the day,
0: I felt dirty watching it, but I still watched it. Um, yeah, it's three episodes,
1: you, so it's not bad. If you're someone who
0: is, uh, has some stuff in the closet where, um bad stories and memories could trigger something. This is not the show for you. Stay away from it. Um, nothing good's gonna come from it. Gomez, what do you think Ted's involvement with this uh Samantha's disappearance is?
1: Uh I see it both ways. I could definitely see him doing something, but also like the way he talks about it and he gets crazy and stuff. So I was like, Oh, look, but that's just that's just how this fucking guy talks. Like yeah. he gets crazy about the stupidest shit. So I see people trying to be like, You saw how he got when he, he brought up the girls? Like, oh, well, that's how you brought up anything. Uh, if he would have brought up the cats, he would have spoken yeah. the same way. Like he, like he gets crazy like that over a fucking sandwich. So, like, I don't buy that stuff. I think, right? The guy said he did find that he wasn't around for the dates, right? Teddy says he was one place, but then he actually helped him out by saying, No, stupid. You're saying the wrong alibi. This should be your alibi. You were actually here this day. And so it seems like he wasn't involved. But, I mean, well, t- he is involved, right, if he took a fucking shit. At, at the very and, least, he put you know, this girl in a, a very precarious yes. position and put her in a
0: position to be harmed or have harm done to, done to her. Um, I don't necessarily know if I think that Teddy, Teddy yeah, himself think- did something. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do I get the feeling that he knows more than he's letting on? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you think so? Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Interesting. So that's Dangerous Breed available on Peacock. It's about three episodes, I believe, right? Three episodes about 40, yeah. 45 minutes each. And like I said, it's it's crash TV. They they do feel like they go quick. And then because of like the just nonsensical ridiculousness of it, you feel like you have to keep watching.
1: Yes, you have to. It's just It builds. It's just like every episode has something outlandish. Where you go, oh my, what the fuck is going on here? And then the next episode is like, what the fuck is going on here? It's a quick, easy watch. I definitely recommend it. I know people like that cringy fucking car crash. Just like, oh my God, this is what is happening. This is right up your alley if this is what you like.
0: So whatever. It is what it is. But we move on to all the stuff that we planned on watching this week. And Gomez, there was a lot
1: of that. So much. I watched so much this week. And that was just for the show. We watched lots yeah. of stuff. My goodness. Let's start Let's start with the Gardens of the Galaxy, baby. That's where so, I was expecting to start. Yeah. Start with a little holiday special. Dropped Disney Plus. I believe on Friday it dropped. And, uh... It's a forty-minute ho- holiday special with our guys, the Guardians of the Galaxy. We haven't really got to spend time with these people. It's been no, a no because long they got time. false advertised as being in the Thor movies. Yes, so it's they really the haven't Thor seen them since for, Endgame, and even Endgame. You know, they're broken apart. They're not. Yeah. It's not the fun hijinks that we want to see when we're with the Guardians. You know, Endgame is all serious, and they're broken up. This is this is it. So this also uh where you think this falls in the timeline here, right? This is Marvel's getting I'm very very confused with the timeline here. So it's obviously it's post end game. Has to be post end game. Because they now they own nowhere. Which they is b- just like doesn't make any sense. Wasn't the collector killed? He well they bought Thanos it from him. before he was killed by Thanos.
0: I don't think he was killed by Thanos. I think Thanos maybe just roughed them up a little bit and let them know that you know he's coming back next time for his kneecaps or something.
1: All right, maybe he didn't. I could right because Rocket says
0: that they they bought it from the collector.
1: I know, and that's why I was very confused. I said, "Wait a minute! I could have sworn Thanos killed that dude." You know,
0: but then uh, now they're cleaning up the planet and rebuilding in the aftermath
1: of Thanos. Yeah, and now you think this is before Love and Thunder. You think this is? uh, there's no mention of Thor, nothing like that? There's no mention of
0: Thor at all. So I think this might be after Love and Thunder, like they just dropped him off, and I guess they'll see him when they see him.
1: Interesting. Okay, interesting.
0: But as we were talking about last week, now Disney's um, been losing a lot of money. One of the things that we hypothesized could be getting dropped is all this original Disney Plus content. And if you look at this, this is basically... As far as sets, effects, actors, the price tag on this has to be astronomical
1: for a 40-minute holiday special. No, because they film this while they're filming Guardians 3. This is the only way they would do it. So they would do two days filming Guardians 3, three days filming this. That's why everything looks so good is because they're in between Guardians shoots. That's why. Otherwise, yeah. This is stupid money, the way it looks, but it's because it is. It's all the real costumes. It's everything is, is proper. This was supposed to be an ABC special originally, before really? Disney Plus. When they first announced this, this was supposed to be on ABC. I think it should have been on ABC. It should be on ABC. I imagine they will eventually probably put this on ABC. I would imagine that.
0: So it's about forty five minutes long. The premise of this is, Craglin um, is telling. Drax and Mantis about a story from when him and Peter were much younger on Yandu's ship, and Peter was teaching him about Christmas. And Yandu basically shit on Christmas. He's like, Ah, we don't give no presents. Ravagers yeah. gotta earn what they get. They don't get given shit. That's right. So so Kraglin's like, yeah, fucking ruin Christmas for Peter. Yandu, you know, he's my double main man, but he's kind of a dick. So <laughs> mantis decides that you know what it's it's got to be christmas season they should do something nice for peter in case he's you know christmas sick or homesick or anything feeling that way around the holidays so they decide to get him the greatest gift that could (laughs) ever be gotten drax and mantis head to earth or terra as we say in space and they decide to kidnap kevin bacon (laughs) To bring him to nowhere, to give him as a gift to Peter Quill. Love it. So We get some wonderful Drax and Mantis hijinks. I would love to know if this was always a plan to make Drax and Mantis like this comedy duo from the start that they've turned into because they really put a big focus on them here, and it is gangbusters.
1: So I heard an interview with James Gunn, and he said... He loved the idea of doing this little one-off because he could take someone who normally wouldn't get a lot of screen time like Mantis and mm. get to play with them and, and get to build on her character and, and do things with. So he was very excited to, to kind of use someone else, especially because Rocket is going to be a big deal in, uh, in part three. So it's like, oh, let's focus on some other people. I love Dave Batista said, uh, make sure I wear a vest because I ain't putting on all this makeup, bro. Is that real? I would think so. I think he's over like doing this. Like, I mm. think he's gonna be dead by the end of Guardians 3. He's done. He loves it, but I think he's done putting all this shit up. Really? I think uh, that would
0: that would suck because Drax has turned Dave Batista. Like, let's let's talk. I know Batista you always loved Batista as a wrestler. Yeah, you were a big Batista guy. Love I him. was not. I mean, I I I'm not gonna I didn't hate him, but I was just like yeah, eh, is Batista, like whatever fine uh but now like i think i like batista the actor way more than i could have ever possibly cared about batista the
1: wrestler that's understandable i think a lot of people feel that way batista the the actor has been stupendous bro he's been so good what was the one my My spy or something (laughs) i remember yeah that (laughs) yeah it was great it was great, Stuba. Well, he's on the Stuba's pretty
0: good. <laughs> oh. But we get the uh Mantis and Drax being out in front of a Manch Chinese theater in Hollywood and people taking photos with them. And they just mantis leaves carrying like armfuls of money is just such a wonderful visual. And so in addition good. to that. We got I know the internet's been talking about this so I'm not alone in that. But the
1: fucking gobot, bro. That's right. They're canon the MCU <laughs> The gobots canon, bro. are MCU
0: canon now. So good. <laughs> we got someone in a psych kill costume outside the theater and then Batista beats him up because according to Mantis, uh, a gobot killed his uncle or some or his cousin. <laughs> so shit. It's very good. <laughs> So Drax attacks the Go-Bot. <laughs> it's just phenomenal. And then we get, uh, you know, we kidnap Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's cute. We take him to space. Peter Quill is aghast that they would kidnap a human being and give him a gift. <laughs> and then uh, everything works out because Kevin Bacon's like, oh, I, you know, I feel the spirit of Christmas here spirit in nowhere. Of Christmas. And I, want, and I want to deliver it to all
1: you fine folks today. That's it. The spirit of Christmas got up in his bones. Kevin Bacon sang us a song. There were two songs in this. It worked out this week. It added to our holiday musical, right? Yes, this
0: might as well have been another musical.
1: Yes, it had to open it and close it. It was was cute. I feel bad for any uh, parents that have children that are going to want to hear that fucking Christmas song over and over again, I'm (laughs) sure, because that's what kids do. They like something. They want it over and over. It's
0: it's catchy. It's a toe-tapper. The finale, uh, not the finale that we find this out, but throughout this movie, we find out that Mantis and Star Lord are actually half brother and sister because Ego
1: is Mantis's father as well. You know, Ego be dropping that seed all over the galaxy. All over the galaxy, dropping everything.
0: It's <laughs> so. like me when I go on tour, I'm like a bumblebee just dropping pollen. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> It was great. Did you like swole Groot? Groot was looking real funky, bro. He'd he been hitting the gym.
0: he been or hitting either, the gym either home. that or, or they've been putting that fucking miracle
1: grow in his fucking drinks. I think he said this is kind of what he's gonna look like. This Groot is gonna be a little bigger, wider than the old Groot. Well,
0: group. I mean it's an upper body business, so
1: <laughs> can't skip leg day though, bro. It's important or branch day. Got to build up those tree trunks. Those stumps. <laughs> I had a great time with it, Joe. I hope they do a million of these every year. Give me all the holiday specials. How about we hit some music? Oh, all right, there.
2: Are you a man? A double main man. Are you a man? A triple main man. Man, man, man A quadruple main man Are you our man? Are you are man?
1: Ooh, hitting music for this Main man we We're gonna do it a lot today Alright, let's go baby Where they landing? Bro, this was so much fun So like, much fun.
0: I, I Little things like, yeah, the whole thing with Like, they own nowhere now Yeah, a little weird, I, I don't give a shit You know what, yeah. I laughed I I got emotional. It hit me in the feels when it should have. Everybody's there. Like, I didn't know this was filmed in the movie of them, in the middle of them filming Guardians 3. So I just thought, like, they all came together to fucking do this, which I was like, oh, goddamn. Like, they must really (laughs) love being these fucking Guardians. But the Kevin Bacon thing I think is brilliant. I just really enjoyed this story. I think this is going to be repeated holiday viewing from now on in my household it may make it into my christmas eve rotation i have some things i watch every year christmas eve i think this is probably going to get into
1: that list i'm gonna go quadruple main man Mm, hell yeah baby i'm right there with you this is a great time this is definitely going to be something i throw on when I'm doing a, a Christmas thing, just playing things, right? We we put up the tree. We just play some Christmas stuff. Let's let's watch some Guardians, hundred percent. We're giving it the same thing. Quadruple main man, baby. Perfect. Love it. Great shit. Good shit. I want. To, I tell you, I want something every holiday. I want some random MCU character doing a little thing for it. Come on. Imagine we
0: get like a uh, Captain America in the '70s holiday special.
1: Yeah, maybe a Valentine's Day to go on a little date, him and Peggy. It'd be cute. No,
0: no, can't be Peggy. That's it's Got to go back to the seventies where he was like at the the camp in New Jersey or something, <laughs> working for hipster, uh, um, Michael Douglas.
1: Uh, real fast, I want to talk about Disney Plus. Real fast. Yeah. Do you uh have? Did you watch this Zootopia show? I have not. Oh, I'm surprised. It's just so much shit. It's like this. I saw this thing. I'm like, where the fuck does Utopia show come from, so bro?
0: I, I, we talked about this when uh, the last D23 yeah, uh, convention it. was. So it's it's a compilation of stories that are happening in around Zootopia, the town, right? Yeah. As the movie is oh, also as happening. the movies
1: happen. So I thought it was just around town. It's oh, like cool. while this whole Judy Hopps thing is going on, here's what's happening on the other side of town. Oh, okay that's cool i, I thought it was the town ta- oh, that's cool oh i gotta check that out Ooh. and uh, i watched something else on disney plus i finished Andor series a season finale ended this week and baby whew, so good
0: i have heard such great things i'm telling about you this, this show is, is amazing bro and i gave it two shots and i was just like i i i, I don't know i It must just be that I'm a little Star Wars out right now. Maybe I just need a sustained break from Star Wars and then I could come back to it and enjoy this show because way too many people love this show for me to not watch it at all.
1: Yeah, it's fucking good. man. I just, I couldn't believe it. It ended great. It ends and uh, we're going to get one more season. It's gonna, I think, pick up a couple years later, and like I said, it's gonna end with the finale, leads right into Rogue One. So, I'm very excited. Uh, Tony Gilroy is coming back, he's doing most of the episodes again. He's got an idea, he's he's you know, I love it. This is what we want, hey. And, and like I said, maybe the thing that hurts
0: it from my perspective is the fact that we're calling it a Star Wars story. If it was just
1: it it could be about anything,
0: little sci fi thing. I'd, I'd probably have more of an open
1: mind going into it. That's 100% for everyone. If this was just a regular show on FX, that was just like a spy drama, espionage, you know, trying to get the secret plans. I think it'd be very popular. And I think people would be talking about it as one of the best show of the year. But it's a Star Wars. So people like you, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to watch yeah. the Star Wars. I get it and uh you know because this is a director people love like he makes movies that people love so like this is something that people would be excited about but because it's you know i wouldn't say it's got a it doesn't have any jedis or anything that's another thing people yeah. star wars people aren't watching it either though it's it's supposedly like the lowest rated one out of all the shows because it has no connection to anything now, else the thing obviously. is like
0: star wars is a very expansive universe a billion things could be happening at
1: one time but no, only the Jedi's, only the Skywalker's. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, I mean, that's what it is. I don't know. I want everything. Give me a little bit of everything. Especially this leads to, like, this is an important thing. Like, what are we doing? I thought Rogue One was everyone's favorite. What happened? No. Oh, my God, it's not. I love it. You love it. There are awful. lot. Uh, Rogue One gets a ton of hate. Well, I don't talk to those Star Wars people. I just want you to know something, Joe. Like, people tell me The Last Jedi is, like, the ruination of Star Wars. I don't talk to those people because they're fucking idiots. You understand? No, because that whole last trilogy is absolute dog shit. Exactly. You you don't like the movie. You don't like the movies? But these people actively, like, oh, my God. No, I don't don't talk to those people. So the normal people I talk to, they all have Rogue One very high on their list. I think it's great. So... To hear that no one's watching the show was surprising to me, but I guess there's a lot of those uh, yeah. those uh baby boys that we like to say. Fucking losers. Hmm. Alright, you, uh, you watch anything else before we get into our main events here? No, let's just go right into it. Alright, because I got like seven other things I watched. For I, last... <laughs> I mean, I could, but I don't want
0: to be here all night.
1: <laughs> oh, Alright, then. I'm going to hit this button.
2: Welcome, boys and girls, to the five weeks of slaying. <laughs> and slaying,
1: folks! Is back, slaying and slaying is back. Ooh, it's been a long year. Oh, baby, how you doing, Joe? <laughs> uh very trepidatious. <laughs>
0: You know, oh. I just, I barely had time to get the taste out of my mouth from six weeks of horror,
1: and here we are with Slaying and Slaying. For those who don't know, Slaying and Slaying, we take a a regular Christmas movie that maybe you grew up watching, you know, and then we pair it with a uh, a scary movie. Boy, oh boy, there's lots of scary horror movies. I love it. So we could do this for years and years to come. <laughs> This week's theme, we did uh, Christmas musicals. There's a lot of those. Not many Christmas horror musicals. I didn't one. know of any before this week. <laughs> there's one. Uh, there might be another one, but this this is the one Christmas uh, horror musical. So we watched this week for our nice movie. We watched Spirited. This is a new movie starring Will Ferrell and uh. I guess he's sometimes our double main man Ryan Reynolds. Sometimes, right? Sometimes, right? (laughs) Like we want to like him. He's like you know he's the. We want to like him. We do. He's in that mode where he doesn't play anything anymore. He's just Ryan Reynolds. So, uh, this is a take on a Christmas Carol, Scrooge. You know that kind of story. The Ghost of Christmas. If there was one thing in 2022
0: that we were begging for, it's another reimagining of a Christmas Carol
1: but I will say they do it very like it's a very interesting take don't you think the idea of it I'm not saying you gotta like the movie but like the whole the the idea of it yes it's done in a way that I guess makes it more palatable in in theory you're giving me something different it's not usually they don't fucking do anything different it's the same fucking story at least here it's a little like they're mixing it up shit like that, you know? (laughs) So so the idea with this movie, Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell is the ghost
0: of Christmas present, and every year all these ghosts get together and they pick one bad person out in the world and they try to make them better. Because if they make that person better, it'll help make the world better. And Will Ferrell gets a hard on about trying to convert Ryan Reynolds who plays this guy, Clint Briggs. He is what's called an unredeemable. There is no way that they can turn him good because he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> his, <It's> just... <laughs> his, he's just a horrible person. He's like an, an ad executive. He's all, all about his money and his job and his title and his, you know, his place, his top guy spot, his employees hate him, his family hates him, or they don't hate him. They know they should probably hate him, but they, yes. they want to love the guy because they feel like he's got good in him. And uh, Will Ferrell is trying to convince him to be, uh, you know, a good person and to turn over another leaf around the holiday season.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So like Gomez said, this is a musical. We get songs from the very beginning and we get that thing where the movie wants to be really, really cool and let us know that it's cool where they tell us. It's a musical. They break the fourth wall to let everyone know, oh, and by the way, yeah, this is a musical. And then they sing about it. And right off the bat, you lost me. I'm like, you motherfuckers.
1: I do. I hate that. I hate when they... It's like, all right, we know we're in a musical. Let's just... Let's go with it. Let's go. So, ha-ha, hey. Yes, because in uh, in the afterlife, wherever the fuck they are, there's... Uh, it's just the musical land. Musicals break out every once in a while. So, it's to be expected. And, uh yeah I feel like that first song's gotta gotta wheel you in right and to start to get you like all right and uh, the first song doesn't really do that I gotta no say.
0: and not only does that but it makes me go
1: oh it's gonna be one of these you know um I feel uh, I forgot it forgot it was a musical halfway through the movie and then remembered again like yeah, they, <laughs> they're like they're like oh we gotta go back to this musical thing <laughs> it's like. Like the, it's front loaded is like four or five songs and then you get like a long time where there's no music and then it's like at the end it's like oh here's two three more songs guys we didn't forget I uh, wasn't a fan of that like we're supposed to space that out there guys what do we do in addition
0: look will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds have some good chemistry together they're entertaining this movie is 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 overall entertaining but the problem with it is like Ryan Reynolds, Instead of being, like, this actual bad person that you're like, wow, like, this guy sucks. Like, he sucks. You know, he's being Ryan Reynolds, which is basically just like a jerk-off Ryan Seacrest. So, it's like, okay, like, I probably shouldn't like this guy, but you know what? He's still kind of charming as he's doing it. So, you at no point do you really feel like, oh, wow, he really is an unredeemable, and you've never grasped, like, how big of a deal it would be for Will Ferrell, like, why this is so important, if he could take this one guy who's deemed such a horrible person and turn him good, that the the good that he can have in effect of all the people around him in his sphere and have that, you know... um, you know go down the chain to everybody in their circles and just the effect that could have is like completely unremarkable. This movie is utterly unremarkable as a whole.
1: <laughs> well, I mean they do show you he does a lot of bad things. You're not supposed to you know, he's picking on that little boy, that whole little boy thing. You're not you're supposed to be angry at Ryan Reynolds because uh, of this. But it's even then it's the way he does it is always with like a wink and a nod. But that doesn't—that's just you. You're a bad person because you're like whatever. But you're not—you're not supposed to say that watching this movie, bro. You're supposed to be like, "Wow, what a fucking jerk off." Well, then you know what? Put someone
0: ugly in that role. Take Ryan, because I mean, even like the the ghosts back at Ghost Headquarters, you know, because there there is an office where all these people yes. like work and trade files. They're all like, even the human resource lady is like, oh, he is really handsome, though. Like, so you don't even care that he's such a bad piece of shit. Like, you're just like, you're being masked and intoxicated by his pure handsomeness. And I know what that's like because you can't imagine the shit that I get away with
1: because that's of my what? good looks. This is what I'm saying. Because you relate to him too much. This is why you're like, I don't even understand. Who would not like this person? Everybody else watches this movie. That's the but joke you know, is that he's handsome and he's charming, but he is doing terrible things that you're like, oh, you're and not- nobody
0: he- really minds all that much.
1: They do, he's getting yelled
0: at all the time by one person. Everybody else is trying to hook up with him. Even <laughs> Will Ferrell stops in the middle of it to talk about how handsome he is,
1: but he still yells at him, You just. <laughs> Listen, it's not a good movie I'm not defending the movie Go I'm ahead. just the defending how be. you how you come at the movie it's just, It's just Look, I know how to work a gimmick Ryan Reynolds does not You want to be a heel, be a heel
0: You're not the NWO, bro Not everyone gets to be the cool heel Not in a Christmas carol
1: <laughs> Did you like any of the songs? I thought they were forgettable Every oh, single I- one of them I thought the uh, Ryan Reynolds one was probably the the best one when he's singing uh, about the trees when he's doing his when yes, we first the, meet his, Ryan Reynolds first, yeah his introduction his introduction that's a lot of fun he's having a fun time and I did like uh, the the one at the end I don't know if you stuck around for no, it no I watched the whole movie no but at the, like with the end credits how they show Will Ferrell's movie song that they cut in the movie remember in the oh, yes, movie yes yes. yes. Where he, he's about to sing and the dude's like Listen you can have whatever you want just don't sing He's like oh okay And then they play the song at the end and I thought the song was uh, was, fun. That, was for, uh, that
0: might be the best one actually
1: Yeah And I was like oh the best songs that at the fuck end of the movie What a fucking joke this is <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hit some music here for you baby
2: Are you our man? A double main man. Are you our main man? A triple main man. A man, man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you our man? Are you our man?
1: Mm, the first half of the slaying here. Mm, now this spirited. is supposed to be the one that, like, I'm okay with. Sure, but I mean, we took a gamble. It's not a classic; yeah. it's a new movie. It's a new yeah. movie. But you look figured... at it on paper. Yeah, oh, I figured. Joe likes
0: Will Ferrell. Joe sure. likes Ryan Reynolds. Something
1: we should watch.
0: Yeah, this this seems like a nice movie to just settle in with that that wonderful significant other of yours. Maybe share a cup of cocoa. Maybe put a little Bailey's Irish Cream in there, and you know have some enjoyable fun before having some enjoyable sex. And the thing with this movie is that it totally ruins the mood because it sucks. And and the thing is, it's like, it doesn't even suck. Like it sucks. It's sucking because it doesn't completely suck. Like there's enough here to be entertained guy and it's fine, but it's like, it should be so much better. But at the end of the day, it's completely forgettable and unremarkable. So I'm only going to give it a two star double main man.
1: Yeah, I'm there with you. I'm in two and a half. Uh, it's not terrible, but it ain't good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, there's enough charm there to carry the movie to make it at least enjoyable. Uh, you know, you spend your two hours and it's like, ah, eh, that was okay. I don't think you'll leave it going, I wasted two hours just playing. Yeah, that was fine. And then you move about your day and you will never think about it again. You will never want to hear one of those songs again. Cause I can't even tell you the name of a song or even how any of those songs go. I just remember about it, but I can't tell you nothing about it. Yeah. No. I hear I watch a musical, I'm running to Apple to get that fucking soundtrack, you know? Nope. Yeah, I I think with this, if you're going to be mad about anything, it's going to be because
0: it could have been so much more, and it chose not to be.
1: Need a little more time in the oven. Yep. Need a little more time to bake. They should have put that script in front of us and said, hey, boys, jazz this up a bit. Jazz this up.
0: We got some banger songs we got. Don't worry. (laughs) I got, yo, and the best thing, this is what I realized this week about musicals. The songs aren't necessarily anything like, you know, a lot of times when I think about writing, you want to write something that really affects people and moves people. But a lot of times it's not even just about that. It's just something about fucking being catchy or something that grabs someone. Catchy is always the thing. And in in a musical, it's always just catchy about singing about the thing you're doing. Like, and I'm going to the bathroom to brush my teeth. And when I'm done, I'm going to scrub my feet i don't i don't give a fuck exactly like it, but
1: it's if that beat slamming that's it but if like, the yeah
0: slamming and the person performing feet. it is enthusiastic like yeah. it makes all the difference in the world <laughs> like if you watch the greatest showman you can tell as soon as it starts bro hugh jackman is having the absolute fucking time of his life doing the movie and singing these songs and that makes you want to enjoy the movie and sing the songs God damn it. Like, do I look like a musical person to you? But do you know how many times I've listened to that goddamn soundtrack and then the fucking fake soundtrack with the covers of the songs from the soundtrack? Millions,
1: millions of times. I believe it. Because I'm right there with It doesn't have that. Not even close. But we watched another movie. Let's hope this one worked out a little better (sighs) for Joe here. Here we go. So, for the other half of our slaying. A horror component this week. We watched Anna and the Apocalypse. This is uh, what 2018, 2017, 2017, 2017 release that uh, it's making its rounds now. It's on uh, 2B, it's on Shutter, it's starting to become a thing. Anna and the Apocalypse, Joe. It's a little zombie movie with a little singing and dancing. Yeah, Zombie Apocalypse. Pretty much a Shaun of the Dead type of movie, right?
0: Sure, yeah. So you know, British people doing British things, and then the zombie breakout happens. They, they're and... Scottish. Who's Scottish? The people. In what movie? And In the apocalypse. Really? <laughs> yes. They don't sound like Roddy Piper. Uh, yeah, they too, bro. They fucking have heavy... Bro, I just thought you, they were fucking British.
1: God bless you. <laughs> you are Look, of the kind.
0: At the end of the day, you all sound alike. Anything outside of fucking Tampa, Florida to me might as well be foreign policy. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so what do Scottish kids do, they're just navigating around the world in a zombie apocalypse, trying to get to their family before their family turns
1: into zombies. Yes. This movie does not tell you it's a musical. It's just, it's a musical. There is no winking. They just up and dance and start singing in the middle yeah, of the it's, rooms. it's not like
0: in Cobra Kai, they stop everything and say, and now we karate fight. No, you yeah. just fucking have a fight in the lunchroom. That's because that's yes. the way karate happens. <laughs>
1: And the musicals, you just get up and you dance and sing on that lunch table. That's because it. Because that's how life happens. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to fucking dance, bro. Sometimes
2: gotta
0: you got to use your lunch tray as a percussion instrument.
1: <laughs> Those are always the best. <laughs> oh, So the first song. did the, the first song in the last movie threw you off. How about this one? When the movie started. What's the first reaction to Joe here? The first. So I came into this movie going, what the
0: fuck does this guy have me watching? Of course. Anna and the apocalypse. Like, I've never even heard of this fucking thing. I'm certainly in no mood to watch bad horror movies right now. But I'm like, oh, it's not that old of a release. At least it'll be in HD. You know, that's a plus. I worry about that stuff with some of the things Gomez makes me watch but yo from jump street that first song is like a toe tapper and i'm like oh but but what is happening here
2: so now i'm
0: like intrigued and i'm like well keep presenting this story to me anna and your apocalypse
1: like let me know more that's what i'd like to hear first impression is very important very important very very important and yes this movie starts the songs are great in this movie, unlike that last movie. This songs, this soundtrack, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to this soundtrack. This has become a go-to listen. This has become a uh, a go-to watch holiday season. This has become a uh, a new classic here in this uh, modern age
0: i'm going to agree with you this movie ends up being so much fun the songs don't feel forced or like shoehorned in at all and i feel like the first song i was like wow that's a pretty fucking good song it's probably gonna be my favorite song out of this movie and then like the next one comes in and i'm like oh you know this is a pretty fucking good song that might even be better than the first and then like in the middle of the movie We get another song that I'm like, oh, now this song is a fucking banger right here. And throughout the whole movie, I kept feeling like that. Like, I was like, wow, this is really good. This is really good. And then it's over. And I'm like, holy shit, this whole thing might have been really good.
1: Love it. Look at this. woohoo, baby. Oh, my. Do you have a favorite song if you had to pick one? So my favorite song is actually
0: by her dickhead boyfriend, Nick. And it's called oh, Soldier, Soldier, Soldier of War. It's a great song. It's fucking amazing. Love when it, it comes to killing zombies, I'm the top of my class. Love it. <laughs> While you've been hiding, I've been kicking some ass. Love it. Love
1: it. I and was waiting for
0: the high note. <laughs> it's a, a scene later in the movie. So we get that that performance of the song when we're getting our first like zombie beatdown. Yes. Later on, Nick has to, like, take off and go kill zombies while Anna's trying to find her father. And she says, like, be careful or something, you know. You know, they're not on the best of terms, but they're working together in this moment. And as he's, like, walking away, he, like, just starts singing very low to himself. And he's like, when it comes to killing zombies (laughs) I'm the top of my class. And I'm like,
1: fucking perfect, bro. Because that's how I would do it.
0: That's how I would do it.
1: Exactly. All oh, his friends are dead that he was singing with. So yeah, it's yeah. a sad moment, bro. <laughs> oh, this is. It always makes me happy to hear this Joe. I fucking love this. Woo! My favorite song changes all the time. It might be Human Voice, but I mean, I don't know. I love them all. I, I love <clears throat> the song. Is great, but uh, the uh the uh, the song when she's when the first the zombie apocalypse is happening and they're singing they have the headphones in so they don't know what's happening mm-hmm. fucking love that say I love the song but just when you add the scene to it it's like with Greatest Showman the song with uh, Zach Efron and and Hugh Jackman is great but when you're watching it it's yes. even better because you get to see so the song is great but then when you see them going through the town, not noticing a fucking thing because they're too involved and they're singing and they're dancing as people are shouting at them. Help us. Help us. It's fucking so good. This movie is great. Yeah.
0: I. Um, this movie ended up being a welcome surprise.
1: The uh, the horror elements, what do you think, right? It's not too it doesn't get too horry. No, it's it's, of, it's very uh, lighthearted. It uh, is for, for all intents and purposes, the general story is pretty
0: cliche, right? Oh, yeah. there's a zombie apocalypse, and now this group of kids is gonna
1: point you know, to, try point to stay alive,
0: yeah. or try to find their one person that they love in the world, and whatever. Like and like, do I same thing I said with Spirit? Do I really need another one of these movies? You know, like we've kind of yeah. done it with the zombie thing you know obviously this movie's five years old at this point but i'm just like ah you know coming in i'm like geez i I really don't know man like and it's just for whatever reason it's a fresh take it's an entertaining take it's fun it's lighthearted. you know it doesn't take itself too seriously but at the same time it doesn't make a joke out of what it's trying to do either so it's very easy to just get let yourself get involved in this movie and just enjoy yourself watching a flick.
1: This is what a what a way to start this, bro. Oh, I'm so happy. I just I gotta hit some music right now. I gotta I gotta hear this.
2: Are you my man? A double main man. Are you my man? A triple main man man, man, man. Our quadruple man, or you are man. Or you are man.
1: Ooh, the second half of our slaying and slaying double feature here, and in the apocalypse, Joe, where's this falling on your main man standings? You know, sometimes I think when I come in with low expectations
0: for a Gomez movie. That when, they, when I do like them, maybe I grade them a little too high. So I actually took some time, thought about this, and I came away from this movie actually with a lot of it fresh in my head you know a lot of times you watch a movie and you kind of forget most of it as soon as you're done just because like so much of it is inconsequential or yeah it was fine whatever and as you get older you find that most things in life are not necessarily the best and they're not necessarily the worst but most things are just fine but not Anna and the apocalypse it is not just fine this is a quadruple and a half main. Man, this movie is fucking incredible. The songs are fucking dynamite. I've been listening to this soundtrack for the past couple days. I can't get enough of this. I honestly am already like, I have to watch this again.
1: Woohoohoo! I mean, I can't like. What better review than that, bro? I'm ready to watch it again. Oh, baby, I'm there with you. We got, we, 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 we in sync this week, bro. I love this movie. Like I said, uh, it's slowly becoming a, a thing that's, uh, everyone's watching now that it's, it's very readily available for a while. I heard about this movie and I was dying to see it. It took like two years to get over here. And finally, it's over here now and like i said it's going to be a thing the next couple of years and the apocalypse is going to take over the christmas season so you know what fucked me up is i'm i'm thinking okay this is a
0: relatively new movie and then as it starts this really old opening for orion pictures comes up and i'm going <laughs> what wait a minute i i could have sworn this said 2017 on it so and funny. this fucking like obviously Redone 1984 Orion opening was like put in front of this movie. I was like, What is happening? I thought I was getting
1: bamboozled. I thought you pulled the wool over my eyes, Gomez. Never, never that, never that. Oh, baby, this is great. So, uh, score one for the good guy here. Yep, baby. But again, you know, hey, we didn't know Spirited, we took a gamble with Spirited. So this week, we're going to take another gamble. What do we got? This week, I think this movie's just for you. All right? It's called Pups Alone. Okay? Uh, wait. wait. <laughs> okay. Say, say that again. Pups Alone. Like a puppy. A pup. Pups Alone. alone. But, but Alone. Alone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The synopsis here. While everyone is away on a company ski trip, Robert's neighbor hires two inept thieves to steal his latest invention. The neighborhood dogs will use Robert's inventions to set up a house of horrors for the thieves. Un fucking believable. This is so it's Home Alone. It's Home Alone. But with dogs, yes. When did this come out? 2021. It's a new movie. And and, and maybe, where can I find this? Now this is on uh Roku channel, but I will also put it on the Twitch stream for everybody this week. Unbelievable. <laughs> so that they could get in here. Um, but I didn't even tell you the best part, right? Uh, can I tell you some of the cast members in this movie? Oh, I, I hope you will. I mean, uh, Jerry O'Connell, Rob Schneider, Danny Trejo, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) So you mean
0: to tell me that they got all these A listers in one place at one time? Yep. And it's a movie about puppies.
1: Puppies doing Home Alone. (laughs) Now, wait. Now, is like Jennifer Love Hewitt the voice of a dog? Probably I would imagine they're all voices of dogs. Is this right? animated? No, it's like real people and real like real and dogs. Real dogs. Yeah. Doing real dog things. <laughs> okay. Doing real dog shit. Saving the <laughs> saving the day. Really? <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and so this will gonna... be
0: available on
1: twitch.tv slash Yes. Cause the Roku chair. I mean, maybe you guys got Roku and it's easy for you to, to get that app. So if it is, enjoy it on there. If not, Twitch TV Mez movie. uh, We're going to pair that with another Home Alone style movie. Oh, great. <laughs> yes. This one is called Better Watch Out. Okay. This is on Shudder. This is on Crackle. This is on Peacock. This is on the Roku channel as well. Shudder. This is all over the fucking place. Okay, and this movie, the synopsis for this one, give you give you a little (laughs) idea on a quiet suburban street tucked within a safe neighborhood. A babysitter must defend a 12 year old boy from strangers breaking into the house only to discover that this is far from a normal home invasion. Hmm. Interesting. So on the level of home invasions, this one's a little out there. I guess so. We'll have to see what that means. I don't know. So that's next week, folks. Slaying and slaying.
0: Pups Alone, which will be on Roku or Twitch.tv slash MezMovie if you want to log on at any point during the week and watch it. And Better Watch Out, which is on what seems to be every streaming of service yes. available.
1: Peacock, Crackle, Pluto, Roku, all them things. So watch it. Join in is the Jennifer fun Jennifer Love Hewitt in that one as well. No, sadly, it's a. Small it was almost cast. a Christmas miracle, baby. I I gave you something good. Yes, Come on. Yes, you did. I I, I shan't complain. Just for, I saw this movie. I said, interesting. I saw that cast list. I said, we watching it. I wrote it down months ago. I said, this is happening, no matter what. <laughs> we are watching this fucking movie, but that's next week. Can't get there until we end this one, baby. Let's do it. It is now time for the big finish. (laughs) All right, folks, it's big finish time. Let's spin that wheel. Today's big finish Rihanna song. Huh. Hmm. I kind of forgot she existed. She's been out she of just... the limelight. Bro, here we go. Bro, she just came back. She got the, the, the Black Panther song.
0: Yeah, no one, that bad
1: movie, bad songs, bad everything. <laughs> It's the number one movie 100 weeks in a row, which Uh, I didn't think would would happen, though. I didn't think it had a lot of repeat value. It's very sad. Who wants to be so sad? And it's it's also not good.
0: (laughs) And who wants to watch stuff that's not good?
1: Sure. So, Rihanna, let's see.
0: I I mean, mean, number one is a layup for me. It's We Found Love. That's on the list, definitely.
1: That's definitely in the top three. I'm trying to think. I mean, umbrella is just so good. Yeah, I mean, it was great on Glee too when they did it. Mm, Was it? (laughs) I I think
0: I can actually. This is actually going to be pretty easy for me. We found love. uh, To me, is awesome. Uh, Disturbia. I was gonna say Disturbia. Disturbia. And number three for me is going to be "Love the
1: Way You Lie." Mm, that's a good one. Uh, this is what you came for. That's great. Wild Thoughts. don't stop the music. Only girl in the world. Maybe only girl in the world. Oh, that's
0: a good one too.
1: Mm. We found that. so definitely we found love. Let's do. We found love. Ah, Disturbing is good.
0: Mm. She's got a ton of, of hits. Like I almost forget Best. how. Like how many songs she has? Yeah, I bro. still think of her as a new artist in some ways, even though we're talking probably fifteen years now that she's been putting out banger after banger after banger.
1: He's so funny, bro. He's like this guy. She's been around a hundred years now. She but, probably what, like the late two thousands, right? Probably like two thousand seven
0: is probably right? around as that, this... right? So you're oh. talking about fifteen years, and there were a lot of fucking hits that, like. You know, maybe they get kind of clustered because they're all coming out, you know, similar times. So you, you really kind of forget, like, how many really good
1: songs she has. The best. Take a bow. Oh, my God. I just, I'm finding bangers after bangers, and I'm actually looking through the albums. Whew. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Only Girl, Disturbia, Umbrella, all the hits. All of them. What uh, diamonds? We didn't even mention diamonds. Oh, Jesus Christ! She's a hit machine, folks. Can't go wrong with Rihanna. Fuck no. Uh, hit him with the boy. Blood. Oh, rude boy. You still go? Look at you. You yeah. Well, now I'm looking. That's what I'm saying. When you really look, you're like, oh, oh look at other, this Is that is is
0: that one? Um, I'm so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so hard. <laughs> so that one's her too, right? Oh, so
1: funny. <laughs> oh, uh, Thank you guys
0: for listening. Remember to subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you're listening to it. Remember to leave a five-star review. Follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. This week, I have coming up the 8th, Thursday, December 8th, The holiday toy drive for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast out in Lindbrook, New York. If you can't be there, you can still donate on Ringside Collectibles. Just put in the address at checkout and you will get free shipping and you're doing a nice thing to donate to the toy drive. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, Swarm, Bees, Knees, TikTok,
1: OnlyFans, at the Joe Shoes to Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter. And Mastodon and Twitch.tv slash MezMovie. Yeah, yep. baby.
0: Now we're going to watch Pups Alone together. I I can't believe this is a real movie. I can't believe these real people are in it. And I can't believe we're all going to watch it together. What yeah, a man. trifecta. Uh, so, in the meantime, Gomez, that's Amore Cowboy.
1: Peace! <laughs>